for this week's edition of the Fresh Takes Podcast. We were away for a couple weeks. Uh, I didn't want to plan over vacation, and luckily nothing happened. So we're back. I'm Paul Russo. Crossing me, as always, is Mad Myth Legend. Playing old Jersey today of Alan Houston, Nick Felice. Nick, how are you doing today? Not as always. I've missed one show. But it feels like we haven't been on in a long time, Paul. That's true. And it definitely feels weird because we got two new guests in the house we tonight. Do. We got a full house in studio today. It's been a while since we had a full yeah. house. We will go, uh, where do you want to start? Where do you want to go first? Which side? Oh, let's they're go. The, they're the one. You're Seneca the one. Falls kid. Yeah. Wow, Shoot okay. It so, the, uh, the much anticipated debut of Andrew Lucchesi here in studio. Yeah. Andrew, thanks hey. for coming on. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Excited to uh, get my takes in. And uh, talk a little sports, maybe talk a little China, and see what you got in store for me. China, yeah, well, we'll get to that, obviously. All right. Um, where you've been and everything like that. We got some questions we're going to ask, so thanks for coming on again. Let's do it. And then Nick, the other one, you got him on, Steve Crisani, your cousin? Did I got it right? That's right, cousin. Perfect. Yeah, first cousin. First, first cousin. cousin. Legit right. cousin. Steve, yeah, thanks for coming on. Hey, man, I, I've always wanted to come on, and... Glad we could make it happen. Yeah, absolutely. Let's Thanks talk for coming some on. We appreciate it. Hope you're ready. <laughs> Big already, Giants guy. I heard you got some takes ready to go for us. So. Oh, we'll see. We'll see what we can do. <laughs> I'm going to try and fit in with the with the Seneca Falls crew over here. Okay. We can make some things happen. He's a Geneva guy. Nope. I think I think as long as you are able to fit in with Nick, I think it'll be pretty good. Yeah, we're good. So. <laughs> we get along well. We, li- we like the same teams. Yeah. yeah. Works out pretty well then. Uh, so we'll get to the topics in here quick. We got today... Well, we're open with the NFL. Camps are officially open. Football starts Sunday. Mind you, it's the Hall of Fame game, so we get to see guys who are bagging groceries in about two weeks. But it's going to be the last weekend without football. And Players are already hurt. Play, yeah, play, big names, actually, already hurt. Giants I'd are say. already hurt. So, yeah, well, Giants are beat up. Yeah, Gi- Giants are hurt, beat up, and... But we uh, have we'll, take one. Don't say, forget we'll, it. We'll get into the other part, too, uh, <laughs> when we get there. I will be trade deadline. That's tomorrow. We'll discuss uh, the major, I guess, players, obviously, in it, teams. Um, been a bit slow so far, so I think within the next, obviously, let's see. Life in China. 12 and whatever Big hours. Big documentary coming Yeah, Life in China. <laughs> it does. As right. we allude to with Andrew, and he said it, he's been in China the past year for work. Sounds like a Discovery Channel. And, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll ask him about a cacophony of different you know, stuff, sports, life, culture, food. C- cacophony, that's a good oh, word. Geez, what am I walking into like here? Yeah, yeah. I didn't bring my thesaurus, Paul. <laughs> uh, NASCAR, they had to Watkins Glen this weekend. A little uh, bit of local flair on that. That's pretty much are the you going? Some five minutes. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be going both Saturday and Sunday. All right. So, well, we'll take a look at some stuff there. And then uh, final fresh takes, we for sure got two, possibly a third. So... Right. It'll be a fun. I, this is a fun episode. I haven't been this excited for an episode in a while. I'm yeah, we get bored of Pat, your brother. Say, yeah, man, I'm excited. We, yeah, that's we it, got, I think I think that's just it. We got we got new voices in, um, yes. different, definitely different perspectives compared to our views. So I'm really excited. Let's get it. Let's do right. mix it up. Well, it takes it takes a second here. I got to click on a couple things, and you know, understandable. Yeah. <laughs> You'll understand here, guys. <laughs> So, yeah, the NFL camps are officially open. Football kicks off on Sunday. Big names and big stuff already happening across the league. Uh, to me, a big one, only because 
I'm assuming anyway for Steve. I know us three play big fantasy. I'm guessing you play big fantasy. Play fantasy stuff. a lot, yeah. Big fantasy news, I feel like, with A.J. Green going out for sure here for a couple weeks, at least into the regular season the way it sounds now. But other than that, there are, there's also a lot of other news. Uh, I caught wind of a potential take possibly involving the New York Giants here. <laughs> uh, you know, the local teams have a lot of different fl- – I say local teams – should probably preface it with this. Obviously, the Bills, at least in this area particularly, but the two New York teams classified New York with the Giants and Jets. We technically consider them local still. Yep. Um, interesting stuff there, obviously. Giants got the rookie in Daniel Jones. Certainly the way it looks, Eli Manning's replacement here at some point or another coming up in the next couple of years. Your Redskins? They aren't local, but... <laughs> <laughs> got Haskins. Well, yeah. Um... But, I, you know, it, camp always offers a bunch of news and nuggets and interesting stuff, in my opinion. Um, it feels like this camp's gone off – this camp season's gone off to a weird start. You got, like, coaches being fired already. Miami fired their offensive line coach already, kind of in a weird setting, I feel like, being two days into camp. But, yep. Yes. You know, what do I And they know? hired him in the summer, right? Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. So they hired him in the summer, and they just yeah. fired him before, uh, as soon as camp started. Yeah. Yeah, a little, little questionable. So, I don't know who wants to really go first here. Um, you know, maybe... Just give it to him. All right. I'll, what are we going to talk about? You want to talk about Zeke? I mean... Uh, well, yeah, that's another one. You got Zeke. Zeke is... Who's uh, at this point, again. <laughs> I, I've heard a lot about the Zeke issue, and personally, I hope he doesn't sign with the Cowboys because I'm yeah. a Giant fan and I don't want to see him. Um, that makes two I of think, us at least division I think wise. the problem with Zeke... <laughs> Problem with Zeke is that he was in a different era. If he was like like uh, Jerry Jones talked about him and Emmett Smith today, or compared him and Emmett Smith, if he was in Emmett Smith's age or in his era, he's getting paid because then yeah. you know they needed running backs to win back then. It was a running game. You had to run it down people's throat. You had to stop runs. It was a bruiser's game. Now, do you pay him that much? Do you give him girly money? Do you give him you know big contract like that? I I I would have to say no. Because you got Dak Prescott. So everybody wants to throw shade on Dak Prescott. <laughs> but as much as I don't want to root for Dak Prescott, he's been a two-time Pro Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's a rookie of the year, if I'm not mistaken, right? Didn't yep. he get up that over Zeke? I believe so. I can check okay. that. <laughs> so, you know, he, he's going to get paid, and he ha- he hasn't had any controversies attached to him. Zeke. No. Well, we know the, the laundry list for Zeke. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'd rather play against Alfred Morris. Than Ezekiel Elliott. Can't confirm sure he was rookie of the year. Okay. Who was? Okay. Deck was. Deck, yeah. Yep. So. So you think he's right? You think he's right to hold out? I'm thinking pay Deck. You can get running backs. Oh, okay. you know what I mean. Just look at uh, Kareem Hunt. What's he? Fourth round pick, seventh round yeah. pick, something like that. Deep picks. Uh, running backs traditionally are just big, the most athletic people on the field, and there's a lot of them. Quarterbacks have to have it all. You got to have smarts, arms. Strength, speed, all that. So yeah, I'm saying, pay Dak. <laughs> That's an interesting take because I I know a couple Cowboys fans and they are against yeah. They're very much so against Dak, um, and I think a lot of it has to do with the Romo dilemma that they had a couple years ago. I think mm-hmm. it was Dak's rookie year, so. Um, That's not Dak's fault though. No, I mean it's not. I, I, but they see Dak as the. Uh, yeah, you know, I 
I feel like Parvitt's kind of like that first year with Tom Brady. A lot of people weren't maybe 100% sure, obviously, because you look at the one or two games he got in his rookie year, and it was not mm-hmm. not pretty of it at all. Um, so um, and that's maybe not a knockout, obviously, like, you know, Romo or Dak, really. Uh, Romo definitely, I feel like, is an underrated quarterback for his time only because uh, – Kind of gets overshadowed, obviously, by Brady, Breeze. But Robo has numbers. Now. Robo has numbers. Yeah, Robo does he have, was healthy. He, yeah. he put numbers up. The only, thing he he doesn't, the only thing he doesn't have out of really those like three that I mentioned are the rings, obviously. So. Uh, or, or playoff wins yeah. in general, really. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Rodgers, I'm going to toss it to you, Andrew, quick, okay. because we got a little bit of con- – maybe not controversy, but uh, the Mike McCarthy stuff is still kind of lingering around Packers camp. Uh, Rodgers made – Comments how he can go to his new head coach, and okay. it's much more friendly conversation. Uh, there's more dialogue in terms of play calling and the freedoms that Rodgers will have on the creative side in the huddle. So, you know, obviously being a Packers fan, you've been a little bit afar from at least watching live wise. But sure. you know, how do you feel going into this season? Obviously, new regime, but. Obviously, there's still a bit of a McCarthy cloud kind of hanging, okay. hanging over you guys. What do they call football in China? Yeah, <laughs> football. Well, that's that's American football. Yeah. I, we have to be we have to be specific because I'm a lot I'm around a lot of a lot of Brits. Okay, so football means soccer. Mm-hmm. So we got to clarify American football. Um, as far as expectations. Man, the way I uh, uh, approach Packers seasons nowadays is I just try to go in with no expectations. Uh, you know, almost like a relaxed mentality. It's uh, exactly, exactly. It's like, you know, I on an individual game basis, I expect them to win every time because I just like I see Rodgers rolling out there and he's the man and I feel like he can just win us any game. But as far as like I expect a certain record, I expect us to finish somewhere. Of course I like hope we're always gonna we're always gonna be in the Super Bowl, but man, then I always get just lately dis I mean of course last year or disappointed because we can never block anyone and it's I feel like every time I tune into those first couple games I just watch Aaron Rodgers run away from everyone. So I mean as far as Mike McCarthy Man, if I was Aaron Rodgers or anyone else, I wouldn't even be talking about him. But, I mean, you just roll with whatever Rodgers says. He's pretty much our team. I mean, we, we're paying him how much money. So, I mean, whatever whatever he wants, I would just be appeasing. If he wants the guy, if he wants this guy fired, wants a new guy, I'm doing it. So That's what got McCarthy fired, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, good. I mean, you, you just... I mean, he's like, got a god. he's like a he's like a god. He's like a god in that city. So I mean, he's like a god in that state. Yeah, in that state. So I mean, right or wrong, you already paid him the money, so he calls all the shots. As far as I'm concerned, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're right. Now we go from that team has interesting storylines in camp, and we got two Giants fans in the studio. So this is going to be really fun, in my opinion. Yeah, let's do um, this. Obviously, like I said, there's a little bit of, you'll have this transition period now over the next couple of years with Eli to Daniel Jones. Um, next Steve, couple of years. Well, that's the way it kind of seems <laughs> anyway. Well, I hope it's not. I love, hey, let me preface this. No one knows me on this thing, so 
<laughs> I love Eli Manning. <laughs> my dog is named Eli. My mom's favorite player. I love Eli. <laughs> I, am so I thought you were about to say my mom's name is Eli. <laughs> my mom is, yeah. Hey, mom. Um, I love Eli. And I will stick with Eli till the end. All right? But I think this is the transition year. You, okay. give, Eli, you give Eli what he needs. Eli will know when it's – well, I say that. Eli won't know when it's time to back down. Hopefully the coaches will know when to put Daniel Jones in. And me and Nikki and his dad, we've talked about it a lot. Paul, I might be crazy, man, but I think, I think Daniel Jones is going to be a good quarterback. I know I'm a Giants fan. I know I have a bias, but – you think it's like, like so, he just kind of has like that goofy demeanor okay. like Eli. Like he has, like it just nothing bothers him. I'll say, I'll say this: at least look at him physically. He kind of does have a bit of the, you know. Now we think of a prototype and not maybe that light, but he does have at least even five years ago, kind of like that prototype body. Uh, tall on the taller side, certainly has some build to him. Yeah. Um, he was described as a more athletic yeah. Manning. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if he's going to be a Manning, hey. I think it's going to be like Baker Mayfield in Cleveland last year? I hope. I think Baker has the swag to come in and control a team. I think Daniel needs to progressively be given a team kind of thing. Let Eli kind of take the reins and hand it over to him. Baker can go in and own a locker room and take over and be the leader because people look up to him. Now, what's your I don't know if that's Daniel Jones' thing. What's your thoughts on Dwayne Haskins? <laughs> I wanted him, thought we were going to get him, was a little shocked that we didn't. A little shocked or a lot I shocked? was a little – see, I have a, a, my little girl. I kept her up so we could watch the Giants pick. We had, you know, we had an early <laughs> pick. And so, <laughs> this guy, so we're sitting there, we're ready to celebrate, thinking we got Dwayne Haskins, and then they call Daniel Jones, and you're kind of stunned. I was like every Giants fan. I was just sitting there like – do I celebrate? Do I pull back? Did you or was did you not throw the remote at the no, TV? No, then I started doing research. I, I was like, well, okay. why did he get taken this early? What the heck's going on? Why so did you even know Did here? you even know his name? No, no, I was following the draft. Yeah, okay, no, I knew okay. who he was, but... Steve is in college football country where he's where he currently resides, so... Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, I just, yeah, I, I wanted to save this. I don't mean to break into our NFL talk, but we have a our first major... MLB tr- deadline trade, Uh-oh. and I'm Ooh. personally a little bit stunned by it. The Bumgarner? It is not. Mm. Uh, we'll return back to the NFL after this. <laughs> Trevor Bauer has been traded <laughs> to the Cincinnati Reds. Oh, what? In a three-team deal, in a three-team deal that also includes the Padres, where Yassel Puig will be heading to Cleveland. What? Puig and who? Puig will be That's heading big, to Cleveland. Man. Bowers headed to Cincinnati. There's another team. So the Padres it, are in it somewhere. We'll get back. We'll get into it when we get to the MLB deadline. Stuff. His punishment. But, but, his punishment for chucking the I ball know, over the wall. I just, he got I, sent to Cincinnati. I just know. I saw. I saw Nick kind of look at me while I was like kind of stunned a little bit while Steve was talking, and this is the reason why. I mean, I, I kind of had an idea that the Indians were talking with Bauer on this, but I didn't anticipate. Somehow San Diego getting in on this. Goodness so there, we got three teams involved in this. Let's head back to the NFL talk. And kids, that's why you don't show your rear end on the pitcher's mound. Yeah. You'll get sent to Cincinnati. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Giants have interesting wide receiver talk. Trains going by right now in the background. Um, a lot of weird, interesting stuff in Giants camp wide receiver-wise. We got, we got injuries. We have a suspension. 
Um, where do you guys feel with your wide receiver core right now? <laughs> I like Golden Tate. I know you do. I, I, <laughs> I do. It's a bias. Not he's not going to be there for four games. Not, from, not from the Notre Dame side of it. It's because he loves also trying to give him in fantasy every year. Yeah. He's not like my mom. That's my mom's guy. Yeah, Golden Tate's a good guy. Uh, I hope they reverse his suspension, by the way. I really do. Yeah, kind of... I'm kind of I'm with you there, Paul. Yeah. Wait, can you help me out? Why was he, he suspended? I saw that his was good. Uh, he oh, yeah. he him and his wife have been having some fertility issues, mm-hmm. and he was given. That's a, not where I expected this to start. Okay. Well, <laughs> this is why he's suspended. He was given yeah. a prescription to try and help aid himself in the process. Oh wow! And yeah. he got dinged on his. I think it was a random test. I can't remember exactly well, on that side of it. I'm kind of I'm fuzzy on the details, too, because it sounds like Golden Tate went to the league yeah. when he found out about it. Yeah. And that's why I'm hoping he'll get They're also some, still waiting. I think they're still waiting on the B sample right yeah. now, too. So See, there's a lot of gray area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, he took something for fertility issues. Yeah. and then. So yeah. I, oh, I ultimately man. hope that it gets reversed, obviously, because if it doesn't, then the NFL is just putting themselves in a really bad box again. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Who knows with them? Nick, back to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, the I don't know. I don't know what to think of these receivers. I mean, you got Golden Tate, you got Shepard. He'll be fine. This team's no good. Let's but, yeah, the Corey Coleman. Is, what's the over under on the, on the that Giants? Hurts me personally, because I like Corey Coleman. <laughs> it all comes down to the offensive line, though. Uh, you got Evan Ingram still. Oh, thank yeah. you for bringing him up because I was going to say that's my uh, fantasy dark horse pick. By the way, put, put that in the books. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. If Eli, it all depends if Eli gets more time this year. He didn't get any time last year, and it it really affected his play. And um, I, I I I don't know what to I don't know what to think of the Giants. I like to just be mellow about it and uh, <laughs> yeah. win six games. You sound like the Packers fan over there. We gotta <laughs> some, uh, some dominance over. There. We gotta some confidence. In the Giants we win six games. I I think, I think we got it's a building year. No, no we can win now. Come on. We, How we many? All right. What was the record? We're not the Redskins yet. What was the record last year? <laughs> five and eleven. Five. Yes. Over. Okay. So over under. Five. Over. The over under is five. I think that's what it's, uh, it is. Over. Over. Okay. I'm taking the over too. What's the? W- what's the? What's the leash on Eli? Is it zero and three? Zero <sighs> and four? Oh, I'm. I'm t- Oh, and three is going to get heckled real bad. Yeah, it depends the mindset of the coach. Yeah. They got to win these close games this yeah. year. If he's winning close games, yeah, he'll he'll ride it out as long as he can. But if he looks bad in the beginning, remember yeah. how last season started? I know. Eli looking confused on the field. We can't have that. We Eli's been looking Eli confused for how old? Wait, wait. How old is Eli? Forty. Forty? No, he's not forty. He's thirty-eight. Thirty. Okay. He's been looking confused for thirty-eight years. Um, I say he's provided us a couple good memes throughout the years. Oh, God. <laughs> no, he's so goofy, but I love him. But Paul, he gave me some of yeah. my best memories of my life. So okay. Yeah. Like hey. Is Eli May a Hall of Famer? Ooh. Ooh. Eli? Easy. Thanks. Yeah. Yes. Easy. I, I like Andrew. No, I see, I don't even like Eli, I mean, but he's, he's no, he's, you I, win. I mean, come on, guys. I mean, I, I don't, I personally, even though as much as I don't think he's as great as a lot of people hype him up to be, he's got me in the Hall of Fame circuit for the fact, 
his two Super Bowls <laughs> and the runs those years that he did. Um, and the numbers are there. You knocked off Brady twice, yeah, it, exactly. especially in this era where Brady is the king. It's and he was undefeated at one time too. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. That, uh, so right, right. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm still saying yes for me personally. So. I think just on the big games, uh, on the big games alone, and you have two Super Bowls. Right. I mean, regardless of stats, like I don't even think he's that good either. But I think he's overrated. But he has he has really good stats, good and bad. But the good ones are up there with the all time greats. He's mm-hmm. the top ten of you know major categories and the two runs. Yeah, he can always lean on those, baby. All Giants fans can lean on those. We're turning into the Cowboys from the nineties. Oh God! <laughs> you remember two thousand seven? Remember oh, Eli no. undefeated time Brady? Come on, Saquon. Give us something to report. <laughs> yes. So I think, I, I mean, I don't know. The Redskins have their own nonsense going on right now with Trent Williams. and I saw somebody predicted the Redskins be 1-15. in 15. Here's the way I feel about the Redskins, and this is what I felt. The since, Redskins had to do wait, who's, who's going to start at quarterback there? Case Keenum, the way it sounds. That's not a bad replacement, especially with your, with your boy taking all your money up. Yeah, yeah. That's not bad. Uh, What's Norman looking like? There's only there, hold on. There's only two ways a season's gonna go, and I would be thrilled either way. Once you hear my theories, this season's either gonna go like twelve and four or some ridiculous nonsense like that. The Redskins do that too. Right? Because yeah, exactly. It's the Redskins. They'll somehow stupidly find their way. RG three rookie year. Or remember. yeah. Or <laughs> and this is kind of the route I prefer to go on this one. Three and thirteen, so they can literally just clean house coaching wise, and you pretty much and turn the keys over to Haskins, which is at this point kind of what I want. I'm kind of not that I'm sick of this coaching regime, but I I'm having a hard time defending Jay Gruden a lot. He's lately. had a tough go of it though. I'll <laughs> say he has injuries yeah. and all this other complications. But there, there are a couple. Quarterback. You look at like coaching decisions for him a lot over the past couple of years, and there are a lot of questionable ones. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> and I remember he. Um, like set- I said, like I said, it's, injury-wise, yeah. I mean, I get it. I'm all there for it and everything like that. But there, decision-wise, a lot of questionable things that I just can't. And plus, maybe it gives Dan Snyder a reason to to fire Bruce Allen. One can hope. <laughs> can we, can, uh, Any anything else before we get out of football? No. Anything? I'll, I forgot to mention Melvin Gordon. By the way, just that's the ridiculous. other the other holdout. Yeah. yeah. They're both okay. So Michael neither. Thomas. Michael Thomas. Yeah. Michael Thomas is going to get paid because he's a wide receiver. About they're going to say, come They're going to give him the bag. They're going to have to. I mean, his numbers are unbelievable, and he doesn't say boo. Mm-hmm. He doesn't say a word. Running backs are tough to pay, man, especially. So, I feel, especially in the Chargers states, because they also Eckler's a really good running back yeah, too. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to get paid. I think I think Zeke is a matter of time, honestly, because I feel like the Cowboys are kind of in a box with him in a way. But oh man, I, if you don't pay him, if you let him sit out games, first off, I have a hard time believing anybody so, will be able he, to pull the Le'Veon Bell thing anymore. I really do. He's their all. I mean, okay, so one, he's their offense. Two, he's the most talked about player. He keeps them. I mean, I don't know if he's their offense. I understand what you're saying, but I don't know if he's like their whole offense. Yeah. Wow, well, well, he's Zeke, he, he's easily the best game. player on their offense. But can you get another the guy disrespect that... to Amari Cooper right now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. I mean, Amari Cooper needs someone to throw to him. A Zeke, you just hand it off, and I don't know. So who don't you pay? 
You gotta pay. You gotta. Someone's gotta. So pay no, but here's why. I, all right, I, and I keep hearing this. Uh, you have to pay. You have to pay this guy. Look, he's he's, he's down the line. You gotta pay this this guy, this guy, this guy. No one else is holding out from camp. You don't have to pay anyone right now. There's one guy not showing up to camp. And, and he's in a different country, actually, too. Yeah. <laughs> and he's your best player. And this is probably going to be the Cowboys are probably as good as they've been in a while. I mean, their their defense wow. was right or wrong. Uh, do you think they're going to win the division? I never, never trust well, that Cowboys defense. I, not with, not, I don't trust with, our division, to be honest with you. Yeah. With Anybody Zeke not there, you're definitely not going to win the division. But I think if he's there, I think you've got it a good chance. It borderlines pains me to say this at this point because their fans are getting just uber annoying at this point again. Like, I have a hard time believing it's somebody that's not going to be the Eagles. Like, you know what I mean? You're saying, someone, they're not gonna, you're saying the Eagles are going to win it? Yeah. Unfortunately, I think you're right. But, I think you're right too. But I think if you're the Cowboys, how do you not? I mean, if you want any chance, I mean, I think it's going to. I think you got to get Zeke now. there. I don't know what. I mean, I guess it's hard to say. I don't know what his number is, what he's holding out until he gets. But I mean, for him, he's it's for him. Once you yeah. once you realize he's only making three million dollars a year right now, I think I think on his current contract he makes three million dollars this year, and he's like. A top three running back in the league. How much? Okay. No, he's, How been, much? he's been the rushing leader like twice, two times two, in the last two, years. Two out of his two out of his first uh, three no, seasons. He's, he's the rushing leader. He's making three million dollars. Okay. How much is Gurley making? How much is Le'Veon Bell making? Yeah. And don't forget, he helped uh, transition Dak into the offense too by taking the workload off of him. He's done. It. I know that's the tough decision. Mm-hmm. Who don't you pay? Amari, so, Zeke, I Dak, you got to pay them all. Get some young guys behind them, yeah, too. I think you deal with that as it comes, though. Pay Zeke right now. Well, it's easy for us to stay right here, I can tell you that. I, I got $10 <laughs> in my wallet. Not my, my, not my money, but me. I think you got to pay him. Hmm. I think he will. I don't think he's going to get what he wants, though. He wants to stay in Dallas. I'd say that's a well very said. Solid, I think that's a solid first topic that we yeah. have. I don't think it's ever been a solid before. That was good. Kids yeah, killed it. We now head, we'll now head into the breaking news portion of this podcast because right. the details have emerged of our first major trade in the MLB deadline season. So the Reds get Trevor Bauer in this deal from the Indians. The Padres, the third team in this deal, they are sending outfielders, or one outfielder, Fran Mel Reyes. Now, I saw the Padres in person a couple weeks ago at, in Chicago. Hey, I saw the Padres this year, too. Fred Mel is a big dude. Yeah. Where's he going? <laughs> he can bat good. He's heading to Cleveland. Uh, they're sending a left-handed pitcher, Logan Allen, to the Indians as well. The Indians also get Yassel Puig from the Reds. And the Padres are acquiring current Reds' top prospect because they've called up half of them this year, Taylor Trammell, an outfielder. He's going to San Diego. They'll probably just send them, I'm guessing, to El Paso, their AAA team, in this deal. So we have our first major deal this deadline season. Give them their top prospect for Trevor Bauer. Yep. Basically. I, for and, one. And you're like eight games out of the division. Yeah. Are you playing for next year? Yeah. I mean, look what the Mets did with Strowman. I mean, I know that, that deal is a bit confusing. Yeah, so what, what are the Mets going to do there? That's where I'm kind of questioning. Because I think, I think we were talking about it yesterday, Nick. 
if the Mets hold on to Syndergaard and their their current uh, pitching staff, I mean, the Mets have a pretty darn good team next year, man. <laughs> I think you got to go all in, make it happen. But now there's talks about them dealing Syndergaard. What are you trying to do? Is my question. What are I don't the Mets understand what do? the Mets are doing. <laughs> what are they trying to do? I, Paul. Yeah. Uh, the screen. <laughs> Sorry, I'm busy. I'm, I'm working a line here. <laughs> I look at Marcus Stroman as Chris Archer last season. Oh, oh boy. Chris Archer and Marcus Stroman are guys they think are one, two starters, but they're really three, four stars. Here's the difference. Chris Archer went to a team that doesn't have a one-two starter, so he has to be a one-two starter. Marcus Stroman is going to a Mets team that does two have races. a one-two starter, yeah, yeah, and he two. will be a three-four. That's a good point. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. there's a brawl going on right now in the Pirates Red game. By the way, sweet, good. I can't wait. It to also see that. involves Puig. <laughs> Ooh, hey, he's not on the team anymore. Ooh. This is confusing. I, like I said, I'm working yeah. different lines at the Puig moment. Puig upset he got traded. I don't know. <laughs> I wonder if he knows. Yeah, we need to. Right, yeah, you need ball. to let us know updates. I want to know if Yasiel Puig's in a fight. Yeah, keep keep going here. I'm, no, I'm, I'm really intrigued. Puig is getting ejected for a team he's not even on. Yeah, he's probably like, yeah, I got another loser. <laughs> you heard? And he's going to, the stands. He, you said he's going to the Padres? Cleveland. 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 So he's going to a different league. League. <laughs> he's like, I he's don't care. He's out of the NL. He's I don't even NL. care about the Pirates. He's probably so being the DH for them now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, wow. but that is not a guy I'd want to see in a fight, by the way. Puig? No. Like, no. Tried to take on the whole Pirates team last time. <laughs> Damn near almost got to them, too. And I've, seen, I've seen him in a, in a sleeveless jersey, too. He's kind of scary. He's a scary dude. <laughs> but I don't know what the Mets are doing. If they well, if they keep Syndergaard, then I have a feeling. What they're yeah, doing. Then, then it makes they sense. Got you're good. Like your they fan got, base was like, all right, I get it. Got I, on that trying to ship I know on. at least in terms of them and the Yankees talking with Syndergaard, um, and it kind of makes like, maybe a little bit of sense with them with Stroman. Like, in order to get Syndergaard, the Yankees have to give up their top pitching prospect, uh, Debbie Garcia. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, maybe they are kind of gunning for next year. I mean, it is. I think Thor last year under true contract with the Mets. I think after next year, he's got like an option or something like that. That either, I can't remember which option it is. But just a few years ago, the Mets. They had, well, that's how they kind of got. Had, that's kind of how they made that playoff push was their pitching. Yeah, they had so, a really good pitching. Push. Yeah, Harvey. <laughs> Harvey is terrible now. Harvey's not even on a team anymore. Matt's was supposed good, to be good. good. He uh, hasn't really lived up to the expectations. And Dan, and no, I call him Dan. Zach Wheeler. <laughs> Dan Wheeler. <laughs> Dan Wheeler. <laughs> Zach Wheeler. He's, he's been all right. He's up and down. DeGrom's good. Senegard has not had a great year, but he's going to be good. Yeah, he's, you can count on okay, him. Okay, now I got a text from my dad. Apparently, it's, like, it's an actual full-fledged brawl in the Reds game. Oh, <laughs> no, missed it. <laughs> We'll see, we'll see it. We'll see it. We'll see it. Pirates game. Pirates game. Pirates game. Yeah, the Reds Pirates, Pirates are really going at each other this Perfect. year. Perfect. Uh, Pirates lost. So the Pirates are behind him in standings. Like yeah. I'm all for basically clearing brawls. Like I really yeah, am. I mean, well, you knew when Dietrich was getting some shit talked to him. I'll say when somebody called him a bitch ass. <laughs> yeah, something was going to happen. I'm sure, he deserved it. Probably next time off. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! We need guys like Dietrich in baseball right now. You're right. You're right. I shouldn't have said that because I'm I'm all for uh, the let him play yeah. movement. I, I, baseball is boring. Yeah, and we need some we need some superstars making some let the boys waves. play. Let the boys play, man. 
flip, yeah. flip the heck out of that dang bat. Exactly. Get yes. It. Flip it. Yes. <laughs> Talk yeah. trash on the mound. You know, stare people down. Have fun. Smile. Love it. I know that would be cool. Love it, man. Because I love baseball, and it's just it's just an old man's sport now. Yeah, you, know you, gotta, just, you gotta keep it alive somehow. Man. But one thing I will say is, um, I don't think Bumgarner is getting traded. No, I have a hard time. I think the Giants have gotten back in the hunt. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Really? Apparently, too. Yeah, apparently, like too. 12, if they 13, trade Bumgarner, like the clubhouse will go into a mutiny. The way it sounds. So, I don't think the Giants have legit threat at the playoffs, but no, they made a nice run to get back in it. Almost the, kind of reminds don't me. They, don't they have the best record post All Star break or something like that? Yeah, it almost kind of reminds me. Started to compare it to the Pirates again. But the last year, the Pirates made a nice yeah, little run. That's a good point. That's a good point. Thought they should be uh, buyers. Turned out they weren't. Not really a threat to make the playoffs, but it ended up costing them a chance to sell some parts of the team. Speaking of selling Pirates fans, do you think they send? Obviously, Vasquez is the. I don't main, think Vasquez gets traded. This is the main name for them at this You don't point. think Vasquez gets traded? Not this I deadline. Think that, uh, you think he gets traded tomorrow? Because <laughs> we got like another Pirates like fan in the house. But he's the only asset we have that we can chip out. Uh, he is. You know I don't think mean? he's maybe necessarily the only. I think he's the only one you can realistically, I think, move tomorrow. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, he is, he is an asset. But. He's got an awesome nickname, too. And his come out when he comes out. Nightmare. The whole stadium rocket that is, comes on. That's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. He's he's good. I I, I hate to see him go to the Dodgers because I hate the Dodgers. And why do the Dodgers need two closers, man? <laughs> they just want a super team. Just want to put this one because they're upset. Rubbing in the you know, Pirates' face. Lost two World Series. They want to go out and win one this Look year. Look at all this money we have. We'll have two closers. I know. Pirates. They're like the Cowboys. Yeah, they have one since the eighties. <laughs> Josh Bell. Yeah, you know. Watch him trade Josh Bell. I think this trade, though, it will finally open up the plug a little bit because it has been a fairly slow build-up to the deadline at this point. I mean, obviously you had Stroman the other day, and now we obviously have, I think, the bigger one that will obviously pull the plug now because you have, really, to be fair, outside of Stroman, the two main names getting discussed, at least from a big-name standpoint, have been Bauer and Puig. Now that both of them are gone, I think you're going to see pretty much everyone else Going to a free for all, but the reason the deadlines are so much slower nowadays is because of those two wild cards. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about the Pirates, the second worst team in the National League. Just a week ago, they thought they were buyers, and there's not (laughs) that many teams. That's so so much, right? Because the Pirates were in it, the Reds who were in it, they're pretty much out of it now too. Yeah, they've lost a few in a row, but you just you have you don't have that many selling teams, and now you have interesting teams like in the East. The East is all of a sudden crazy again to watch because the Nationals have been on a tear. Uh, the Phillies have been faltering a little bit. Giants have um, been hot. Giants have, out west have gotten hot. Rockies and Padres have they've faltered. The Rockies have looked good like every five days, and then the next five they look terrible. So you don't know where they're going. Diamondbacks appear to be sellers, but the Central up top is still jam-packed. The East is all of a sudden getting jam-packed again. So... Be interesting to kind of see who goes where. I don't think Bumgarner's getting turned. No, I I don't think so either. I think, like I said, like, it will send the clubhouse into a mutiny. Um, if you want a big name getting traded. Ooh, yes, I'm intrigued. Um, the biggest name you'll probably see get traded. 
Felipe Vasquez. Okay. After I just said he wasn't getting traded. But that will probably be the biggest thing, to be honest with you. There won't be that many big names. Do you want him to get traded? No. No, because he's like the last good pitcher we have. <laughs> I, I This is going to kind of sound crazy, I think, a little bit, especially coming from me. But I think the team to watch the next 16 or so hours is going to be Boston. Uh, my big prediction, I guess to call it that, they will move one of their outfielders in order to get a top-end reliever. Ooh. Which one of those outfielders? Uh, I've seen signs point to Benintendi. Really? But Boston, I... How many more years does Benintendi have on his contract? Just one? Well, the issue with Benintendi is you're going to get into arbitration, I believe, this winter with him. He's got a World Series he, ring, bro. Yeah. But He's my, almost World Series MVP. Yeah. <laughs> but my dad was just telling me the other day about Boston. They better start looking for the future. Yeah. Their top prospect is the ninety third best prospect. I think. Well, I think that's Boston? why. Yeah. I think that's kind of why they're. I think that's kind of why they're also willing to part with probably a Benintendi. Is but you hope on the back end you get a prospect. They keep going with this philosophy to build the team for the, the pros, and they forget about the minor leagues, which well, usually leads into that, that one bad year they always that's have. Dave, that's Dave Dombrowski for you. <laughs> yeah, they have that one bad. For as year. great as he is, he tends to do that. But if you keep winning World Series every four years, I ain't complaining. But you gotta start paying people when you do that. Like yeah. Mookie's about to get paid. Uh, you're gonna have to pay him. Who you yeah. gonna? JD. You got no money for left for Ben and Denny. Might as well get something for him. Got paid. JD got paid. Uh-huh. Uh, Chris Sale got paid. Right? Did Chris yeah. go to your contract? We know David Price got paid. <laughs> and you always said, if you weren't a Pirates fan, you'd be a Red Sox fan. Yeah, Red Sox. That's my second team. Yeah. I man. don't think people realize either. I think to the normal eye. Unless you're, I think you're a diehard fan of the Red Sox, that they need probably a catch or two here. Uh, their catching is a little bit of uh, not a mystery, but you have Sandy Leone pretty much riding the bus back and forth between Pawtucket and there at the moment because of his lackluster start to the year. And now, obviously, they trade away Blake Swihart. I mean, it's probably been, what, two months now? Two, two and a half months since they did that deal, mm-hmm. give or take. And it's not like Christian Vasquez is exactly lighting the world on fire either. So I'd be intrigued. I heard Jonathan Lucroy is going to be available from the Angels. So I think that might be someone they might possibly pursue. So I think that's something to keep an eye on there. You know, kind of look at every team. I think every team needs some pitching help, obviously, down the stretch. Let's see what happens. Only as good as your third best pitcher in the playoffs. That's a fact right there. (laughs) It's a big fact. Now. Yeah, we'll move on to the uh, life in China. Yeah, Andrew. Andrew spent the past year in China no. for work. Uh, <clears throat> so, Andrew, you want to just give a brief oh, synopsis man. of, I guess, of what You're you have to throw me a question. Here, what? No, no, just at first here, oh, give give us. Question. It all started the day I came off the plane. <laughs> just, just yeah. give us synopsis. a quick like what like what did you like do like your job? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then so, we and then we'll go from there. Well, I've been there. I've been there a year. I work as an English teacher. I teach kids. Um, what part of China? Uh, it's the city of Chongqing. It's a mega city, uh, Western China. Um, yeah, it's it's been uh, an interesting, interesting ride. I mean, before I went there, I'd never heard of it, and um, and now it's now being there a year. Now I feel like I know so much about it and so it's crazy how it's you know one year changes your 
you go from not knowing a place to having to it kind of being kind of back of the hand type yeah. deal almost. Yeah, yeah. So, can I ask some questions? Yeah, yeah. What was the craziest thing you ate over there? Damn it! That was, that was one of the questions I. <laughs> yeah. I so. Yeah, it's pretty easy actually. the 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 wildest thing I ate was was pig brain. Ooh, so it was pig brain. Nothing yeah. unusual or anything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as far as the other the other weird ones would be the cow gums. <laughs> Is and it good? What? Cow gums. Cow gums. Yes. Uh, frog. Frog ain't that weird yeah. though to me anyway. Frog. That's just that's a um, Yeah. Frog legs. Yeah, I mean just uh some intestines, I think. All sorts of you know, all the that body parts really. That one doesn't do anything for me either because I like giblets, giblets. and everything. Uh, like <laughs> yeah. Chicken feet. That's I feel like that's a southern thing too. I've heard it in the I, south. I've heard of it too. Really? I've never seen it though. Okay. Chicken it's, feet. Mm, chicken feet. No, no that's no. a that's a no go for me really. It's yeah, just there's no meat on it. Or the chicken wing. No, yeah, I'm more of a chicken wing guy. <laughs> kind of, I guess. Wing. I guess my question, one of my questions, is it's kind of piggyback off of that: is what is a food when you first got over there that you thought you wouldn't like, but as you had it, it turned into like maybe not a staple, mm. but something that you maybe had like on a regular, semi-regular basis. Yeah. Oh, uh, tofu, and not that I never had tofu. Yeah, I had you know eaten tofu here and there. It was always in like the gross kind of like cube thing. Like what I exactly yeah. that's what I, what I knew it from was like the, the stuff that the, we the see, college yeah. cafeteria yeah. cold cubed bland tofu you put on your salad. Yeah, that was. But there, it's like a million different ways to eat it. They just mostly they just dump spice on it, dump the red peppers on it, and man, it's delicious, delicious. Did I, you? Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You want me to go? I was going to say, it's uh, if you ever get a chance, you got to try. It's called Mapo Dofu. Okay? Delicious. Say that again for the viewers. Mapo Dofu. Mapo Dofu. Mapo Dofu. Mapo Dofu. What can you compare it to? What is it like? It's so super spicy, super peppery. Uh-oh. <laughs> as far as the... Oh, man. As far as the so texture... Pepper, the spice. <laughs> almost can't even explain to you the, the texture. It's uh, uh, it's almost like almost like jello, which makes it sound gross. Interesting. <laughs> but I, I, if you like spice at all, I promise you, you'll like this. Did you walk the Great Wall of China? I have not been to the Great Wall of China. Wow. I hope to. I feel this. like it's everywhere. What was the coolest thing you saw then, if you didn't see that? <laughs> coolest thing. I'll say most interesting thing, uh, unique thing. Most unique thing? You said some um, good pictures on Facebook. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. Yeah, most unique thing. Ooh. Man, I would just say, I would say when I went into the, the rural, the rural areas to the far, far west, and you're, uh, just the, the the people who live off the land out there, um, the people who live in the mountains, and it's just these the oldest the oldest people you ever seen, and they're just hauling out, hauling oh, up hay bales straight up mountains, and it just makes you feel like a wussy. You're yes. like, oh my gosh! Now, how do you get around? Do you have a car? Uh, uh, no, I don't. I don't have a car. I don't drive there. Um, Is it crazy <laughs> traffic? 
Yes. Although not as bad as you might expect because they limit how many people get cars. There's you have to like get a you have to like apply to a lottery. So there's not as many cars on the road as there could be. But uh, yeah, I use the the public transport. I use the metro system. Is there Uber? Not Uber. They've got a uh, essentially the same thing. It's called DD, but it's the identical service. Identical, yeah, same thing. Pull it up on your phone, book it. Gives you tells you when a driver's available, when they're going to be there. Pays right off your phone. Same thing, really. Now, I have an uncle who lives in England. And okay. he's lived in other countries before, too, Egypt. Uh, he's currently doing some work in Syria right now, actually. But uh, one of the things he always tells me is about is the different way people view... Obviously, we're a sports podcast, so I'm going to ask this. Yeah. People view sports differently, obviously, in each country. He says England's probably the closest he's gotten to the American side of it, how we view sports. So I know in China, only based on... Uh, the like Olympics they had in Beijing in 2008, mm. they can't get sport obsessed. So how do they view sport? Like how do they treat it in China? At least where you were, because obviously it's going to be different. Yeah, I feel like you go to like some, I think a place like Beijing, it's a bit more not to say westernized in that way, but it's probably a bit more prominent than. Yeah. Say where you so were. well, the biggest surprise was I I went there when I went there. I expected to see a lot more NBA basketball craze, but while there are a decent number of NBA fans around, you do see you do see people walking around with anybody in a Jimmer jersey. I have not seen a Jimmer jersey. Uh, it's if you see someone wearing a jersey, it's chances are it's a Lakers jersey. And chances are it's it's Kobe or LeBron. Yeah, uh, Kobe is definitely outside of Yao Ming. Kobe is is the biggest probably the, the second, biggest yeah. ambassador, the biggest uh, symbol of NBA basketball there, and probably sport like in general. Yeah, uh, but yeah, as far as there's really there's not as much of an NBA craze in the city I'm in as much as I expected. Probably more in Shanghai. Yeah. Um, I mean, as far as sports in general, it's not a great it's not a great like professional sports town. Yeah. I've been to one live sports uh, sports match. It was a soccer game. It was the uh, watched some Brazilian guys. <laughs> they got they got some Brazilian guys on their team. It's it's yeah. actually it's it's pretty good fun. Well, they're like, trying I was, to get. I don't know which like, team it is. I know a team in China is trying to get uh, Gareth Bale right now. Really? From I didn't Real. know that. I didn't know that. See, I got myself a Fernandino jersey when I was there. Oh. Scored a goal. Mm. Scored a goal again. I was in. It was good. Um, Did you meet Yao Ming? <laughs> <laughs> no. He wasn't there. No Yao Ming sightings. Yeah. No Yao Ming sightings. That'd be cool though. Sticks out the crowd here. <laughs> <laughs> would definitely. I would know if I saw him. I would know if I saw him. Is there anything like night nightlife wise or just kind of leisurely wise that, um, you know, probably you enjoyed more than you maybe not thought you would have, but say you know like you went to college mm. in Rochester, so you know nightlife wise, you know anything stand out that's different than. Obviously, here in America. Well, definitely the first first and foremost is hot pot. And if you've never heard what hot pot is, 
it is a it is a way of going out to dinner. Basically, you sit around a little square table, probably four to eight of your buddies, your family, whoever. You got a boiling, ridiculously spicy pot of of pepper oil broth, and you just order whatever food you want to the table, and you cook it there yourself, and it burns your mouth off. And that is like the center of entertainment, and everything kind of goes out from there. Um, so that's, yeah, I mean, I guess I never kind of maybe thought that would have been my entertainment. But really, you, yeah, you sit around yeah. the hot pot, you you sip some beers, and sit you and just, chill. you pass out. It's like, it's like passing, like, past three or four hours at dinner. Yeah. Huh. So. Well, yeah. thanks for telling your story. Got any other cool, quick stories or anything like that? We got, we got like a minute here that you can... Um, oh, man. Dive in if you want. If not, then we can move on. Yeah, let's, let's, let's keep it rolling. If I think anything, I'll just interrupt okay. you. I like that. Right. That was pretty cool. I like that segment. It's something different that we've kind of never done before. So we enjoyed it. We're glad that you're here stateside for a few more days at least. Yeah, so um, A year in China. Yeah. We will go to our final, I guess, set topic of of the show it's Police. probably what we call the paul russo three minutes of whatever here <laughs> but it, it is a local you're going it, it is a well it's a local sporting event that uh doesn't get not to say it doesn't get much coverage anymore but it doesn't get the coverage that it used to certainly that it did 15 years ago like i remember growing up and it was always cool to me to go to walmart because every day at walmart or at the time pnc had nascar show cars out front and now they don't even go to like Geneva anymore. Like you got to go to like Rochester or something to see the show cars now. But NASCAR, they're going to Watkins Glen this weekend. I will be there Saturday and Sunday for the races. Uh, they have the East Series race Friday there. Uh, semi-local kid in that in Max McLaughlin, his father Mike from Waterloo, uh, six-time winner in the now what is now the Xfinity Series. So. Uh, but he's racing in that. His first trip to the Glen will be Friday in the East Series. But national guys, um, Glen's always a fun track. I recommend if you know you're intrigued to ever check out a race and you're from the area, go go to the Glen. Uh, it's very fan fan friendly. You're able to move around pretty easily. It's a fun time, and obviously for us, it's forty forty five minutes away. Roll in with your own cooler. Yeah, you can bring in your own cooler as long as there's not glass. Bring in your own food. NASCAR is pretty cool with that. Um, and uh, Watkins Glen fixed their road, too. I don't know if yes. you've been there lately. It's fantastic. Yes. So shout out to Watkins Glen for fixing your road. Yes. <laughs> they took – that was actually – Shout like, out. <laughs> that was like a year-long pros, like, project for them because I remember going through twice in April, obviously last August – and then a couple times in the winter, and I was just, like, sitting there going, like, like what are you guys attempting Miserable. to do here? <laughs> Dude, I smashed my tire yeah. coming through there. I go through there about three, four times a year. It's like absurd, forward. yeah. But it's nice now. Yeah. Paul, if you haven't been there, check it out. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to can't wait to see it. They got checkered uh, oh. checkered um, crosswalks. Yes. <laughs> nice. Pretty cool. But, it's yeah. Probably, that's all the insight I can give on walking. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> if you like checkered. <laughs> Sweet, man. It's it was, it was wonderful when I came through. But, uh, uh, 
Paul, who's your pick for Sunday? Yeah. Well, I was going to get into that. Like, guys to watch for. I think Saturday nine. Saturday in the Xfinity race, uh, I got a couple cup guys there. Kyle Busch is racing this weekend. Ryan Blaney's racing this weekend. Ryan Priest, who drives the 47 on Sundays, is racing for junior. Uh, and then, uh, Andrew, your favorite driver, A.J. Allmendinger, is coming back for the race. Heck yeah. Um, <laughs> That's I'm picking. AJ, AJ's a guy, to, a guy to watch. He's a road course background. Last year was cool because in the Xfinity race, it rained him to kind of, you know, maybe not take the risks, but it allows him to kind of slide around a bit more, kind of drive himself a little bit deeper, uh, allow himself to get in. Uh, interesting situations, I'll put it that way. Sunday, um, I think guys to watch for Kyle Busch, Martin Truex Jr., um, Joey Logano, who has made Watkins Glen kind of a personal playground for him throughout the years recently. And I think Chase Elliott again. He won the race last year for his first ever win at the time. I think he's going to show up again. He does really well at road courses. You pick on him? Uh, I think my pick is going to be Logano. Pains me to say it a little bit, but that's what I'm going with. All right. uh, I'm taking Mark Martin for the record. Solid pick. I am also taking Mark Martin. I respect Ooh. it. I respect it. Andrew's picking all well, the finger. Yeah. Put me on the record. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think Paul's got the best chance of winning. Yeah. Write that down, Paul. I got you. So that's kind of our walking with Glenn deal. Um, only a couple fresh final fresh takes tonight. Uh, one for me and then one from Steve. Steve, you are the guest, so I'll let you go first for yours. Okay. Um, I know this is something you were excited to get off and get going with, so I'll turn it over. Here's the problem with this, Paul. (laughs) Oh, I clicked on the wrong thing. There we go. (laughs) Here's the problem I'm having with this. I'm turning into the crazy alien guy. Okay. All right? Because as of 24 hours ago, I didn't believe aliens existed. And then I watched this thing on Netflix, and now I think it... That's all it takes. (laughs) Right? So yesterday I had two major things happen in my life. Two uh, major uh, life-changing events. Number one, I went to uh, cooling underwear. If you haven't started, do it. Life-changing. I've heard. You're not the only one I've heard that from, Fantastic. (laughs) On record, Haynes. Great job, buddy. Um, (laughs) So then I think, you know, that's a big day. Something major in my life has changed. Well, no, then I go over to my friend's house. I don't know if I should say his name online. Don, if you're watching, hey man, Don Trout, holla. So he brings me over to his house, and he's like, Steve, if you don't want to not believe in aliens, you shouldn't watch this, he says. I was like, buddy, I'm not going to believe in aliens. I don't get into that. So I watch this thing on Netflix, and I'm not sure of the name of it, folks. Rob Lazar, Area 51 something, all right? And here, all it boils down to is... In the end, if you believe this guy is telling the truth, then you have to believe that there has been aliens here. And I can't look at this guy and watch his story and do all the, the things that... They've been trying to smear this guy for 30 years, and they can't do it, and he's, his story holds up. So I don't know why I can't believe him. And I'm saying this to people. I went to my grandfather's funeral today. Shout out to big uh, Nick Crusani. Uh, uh, your, your partner's over here's namesake. <laughs> Named yeah. after him. It was his uh, funeral today. Yeah. Nikki Fresh did a fantastic job, by the way, with Thank the eulogy. You. Excellent job. They did a good job. Shout out, Nick. But I go to my grandfather's funeral, and I see people I haven't seen in a while, and I tell them I believe in aliens now, and I'm the crazy alien guy, kind of. Right? Am I the crazy alien guy yet? You are now. I'm getting close. <laughs> I'm getting close. <laughs> You're freaking me saying, out. All I keep saying is, hey, 
Now, it's not changing my life to the point where I'm going to start rushing Area 51, but I can understand why people are doing it. Okay. All I say is go watch it, and you let me know what you think. Okay. So I'm not the only crazy guy. I like that. Okay? I like that, yeah. All right. That's, that's my final take. All right, awesome. Cooling underwear, Rob Lazar. All right. Thank you. Boom. Go Giants. Yeah. Paul? Well, it is time for me, I guess, then. Okay. Um, my final fresh take is uh, probably something that nobody really wants to hear, but whole entire LeBron dancing and celebrating when a kid dunked or whatever. Look, don't hate LeBron. I'm not trying to bash AAU here because I really shouldn't, but it's kind of the culture that's been created around AAU that kind of allows this kind of allows this stuff to happen. Like, the only reason why LeBron, why, like, it's getting the attention, like, on LeBron is because it's LeBron. Like, I've seen even, like, the rec tournaments, parents kind of act crazy. I'm like, calm down, it's your fifth grade kid. <laughs> he just made a freaking free throw. <laughs> like, it's, for me, like, what I try to Call that enough. No, what I'm trying to, like, explain to people is, like, I get getting excited and everything, but, like, don't hate... LeBron for doing it. It's kind of the culture that's been cultivated at this point now where you just get like all these mass celebrations. Like like one of the accounts I follow on Instagram, House of Highlights, like they'll show like clips from like camps even of like a kid crossing up a kid and literally like the hundred kids at the camp just like swarm the kid like <laughs> and like I sit there and I go like I like if I did that I wouldn't want that. Like like cool I like did something awesome but like <laughs> But your dad's not LeBron James. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> so if you were on a team and LeBron, well, this isn't a debate. This is your yeah. final take. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> no, you can no, yeah, you Let can the kids in. play. That, no. I guess that's kind of what I'm getting at from overall, right? It's All like, I say is stay off the court. Yeah, yeah. it's like, you know, like it? for the most part, like, and obviously LeBron's kids are at an old enough level now where it's not – where I, I guess I get it's a bit more serious and everything like that, but the same token, like, especially, like, the younger levels, like, these fifth and sixth graders, like, even the fourth graders now we have, like, travel teams for and everything like that, like, let them play, like, they're they're at the educational level still, obviously, like, a lot of these kids, not to, like, whatever here, but these, these kids still can't, like, dribble, like... Pump the brakes. No, yeah, yeah, exactly I mean... Right Exactly. Let let the kids play. Let them learn. Let them make mistakes. Let them enjoy it. Yeah, is what you meant to say. Yeah. let the kids have fun and enjoy it. Don't make it about you. Exactly. You're, right. You're absolutely right. That's my final fresh take from oh, the day. LeBron and Aliens. Solid. Leaving you off with today. Yeah. So that uh, take that does our that is our podcast for the day. If I get it out of my mouth. Um, big thanks to Steve for coming on. We appreciate it. We'll get you, it, man. We will get glad you back on here. Get, uh, I want to get you back on again. That was a fun, yeah, man. I, fun uh, stuff. I, I enjoy talking sports, and mm-hmm. I enjoy talking sports with with people that know sports. Yeah, yeah that's tough. <laughs> so that's what, the, that's what I like doing. Anytime yeah. you want me on, I'm here, buddy. All right. I like hey. hearing that. And then, Andrew, thanks for coming on. I know time-wise you're a bit trapped in your few days here back stateside. going back to but, his homeland. But that's we appreciate right. you coming on. I know some of I look hey, forward to here, so. We'll back. get you back on in another year. Yeah. <laughs> See you in a year. Annual. Nick? Yeah. I'll be home. My annual time, appearance. Ooh, okay. Right. We'll be right around playoff time. Perfect. Oh, fantasy, uh, fantasy playoffs on, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Yes. Championship. 
Nick, have a good team. Nick, who are you shouting out today? My cousin Steve already used the shout out, but I'll do it again. Oh, yeah, I just, I'll let you have it, Mike. My shout out is for my grandpa, Nick Felice. Me and uh, Steve's grandpa was funeral today. Everyone in this room was here t- for it. Thank you for coming. I'm not going to lie. It's hotter here than it was in the church. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it hot in here. We need to get, very hot here, we need to get the hell out of here. But, but oh, it's still fun. Shout out, Grandpa. R.I.P. Go Giants. All right. you, didn't, you didn't mention that you're the only grandchild that took all of Grandpa's favorite sports teams. Yes. Yes. It's true. I only took... I only took three. Maybe four if you count the Knicks. I don't know. We'll get into that. Nick took his name and all of his sports teams. Yeah. And gave a great eulogy yeah, he, today, too, by the way. He gave me some great teams. Good job, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> gave you some real winners, huh? We're going to win one of these years. One of these years. Don't worry. That's the all my teams are going to win. The, the Knicks same. will definitely win again. Yeah. The Pirates may never. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> Pirates. Pirates may never win again. Did they win tonight? <laughs> they, 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 won they rolled the, and just I think they the won game. the fight, but not the game. I don't know. Who knows? Well, thanks for having me. <laughs> well, we, as always, thanks everyone for tuning in. Uh, like, share, subscribe, comment, all the fun stuff. Can't say enough. Download the app. I've given a lot of great news updates lately from the app. Uh, do it, and then we will catch you guys here yeah. next time on the Fresh Takes Live.